If you use IMAG or image magnification, meaning cameras on screen, the video director at your church is extremely important on Sunday. Today on the show, we're going to be talking to two experts on the topic, Andre Jones and Ben Crossan. Let's do it. This is the definitive podcast for helping you plan, create, and execute dynamic worship experiences at your church. Useful, practical content in the areas of production, worship, communications, first impressions, and more. This is Making Sunday Happen. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. If you've missed any of our recent episodes, be sure to catch back up. You can go to makingsundayhappen.com. Our entire archive is there for you, makingsundayhappen.com. All right, today I have two great guests on the show on the topic of video directing, Andre Jones and Ben Crossan. Andre is a production CEO and broadcast veteran. Ben is a producer, director, and editor. We're going to dive into the topic of the role of your video director. So what does the director need to think about and do when directing camera operators on Sunday? Is this a staff-only role? Can a volunteer be trained as a video director? Should you trust a volunteer to do that? We're going to talk about all that and more on today's episode. Uh, We recorded both of these interviews in front of a live audience at the Church Facilities Expo as well as SALT Conference, Uh, so you're going to hear and see that. All right, we're going to have Andre Jones up first right after this. Hey guys, thanks so much for watching and listening to our podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you would so that you never miss an episode of the show. Just go to youtube.com slash 1230media, all spelled out, to find and subscribe now. Click the alarm bell to be notified of all future episodes. You can subscribe at youtube.com slash 1230media. That's all spelled out, youtube.com slash 1230media. Hey guys, I'm Carl Barnhill. I'm here with Andre Jones. Andre, you are the owner of Another Jones Productions, right? So tell, yep. me, tell me about your production company a little bit. It's, uh, basically, we, we, um, we help out folks from corporate to, we do documentaries, commercials. Part of the business is faith-based. So we help churches with their video needs from A to Z, train, uh, consult, um, we do promos, anniversaries, whatever they need. Yeah. Because um, a lot of times they get, you know, they, they want to buy new equipment and, and, and you, you got to find out what their needs are to match what equipment they should buy. Because you don't need to go buy, you know, $30,000 camera um, when you can go buy a $1,000 camera to right. do what you need to do. So that's, that's basically what AJP is all about. But we, we really point, we want to point, like coming to here and speaking and pouring into people so they can take the knowledge back to their churches. That's really what we're about. Yeah. So I want to dive into, you did a workshop on live video directing. So the name of our podcast is Making Sunday Happen. So we talk all about anybody who crafts, plans, executes a worship experience on Sunday. And one key uh, piece of that for a lot of churches, especially now, is more uh, camera direction. So a lot more cameras are used on, you know, for iMag, image magnification, on screen, on Sundays. Uh, and that video director is a 
major piece of that. So kind of give me an overview of your workshop, and then I want to dive into some specifics on how to help that live video director. So sure, uh, basically uh, yesterday we went over the role of a director, and basically the role of a director uh, was to take the crew to another level and put together a seamless production. And what I mean by seamless, no errors. Everything is of, of excellence um, from, from the beginning to the end. And training your volunteers on camera how to tell a story, right? So we want to take, because you have a lot of people that are online now, we want to make it feel, make them feel like they were in the sanctuary. So there's an old saying me and my buddy have, take them there. Yeah. And that's, that's what the ultimate goal is, is to take them there and to reach, reach the loss and teach the family. So a lot of people think that that video director role has to be a staff member on my church staff. How do you feel? Can this be a director role? I feel it can be. What do you think? Well, you said, you said that you're asking, should it be staff or should it? Should it be staff or can it be a volunteer be the video director's role? Well, most of the, most of the folks we consult, they're volunteers. All volunteer. All volunteers. Um, some of them never knew what a camera was. Um, we trained them up. A lot of the folks that I use are the folks that we've trained, and they go out and do bigger productions. Yeah. Um, so, it's to me, it's where your heart at. You know. Yeah. You know. I, I, I tell everybody. I, I worked with a lot of people in my profession, but I would I would uh, I would use the folks that I've trained in the, in these different churches any day of the week. So um, hands yeah. hands down because. The, their spirit is, is in line with the work that we do. And you have to, you have to yeah. be. You know, I just believe you just have to be. Because, you know, sometimes you'll, you'll do a service, and the service will go a different way. And everybody that's on that production will flow in the, in the service. And that's, yeah. that's your spirit. You know, you can tell when things are about to shift. You can't coach that. Right. You know what I mean? You can't. Yeah. They can't coach. So I, I've dealt with volunteers who've been at the church, these different churches, for you know, 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. They're just faithful, man. Yeah. Doing the Lord's work. Right. And good. So, so let, I want to walk through some specifics, but give me some practical ways, maybe 30,000 foot view of how I can make my volunteers better. Um, I, I told, that was a great question. I told the directors that first thing you got to do is you got to care about them. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Mm-hmm. So that's the first thing. You got you to you show them that you care, and then you got to train them. Um, great people make people around them great. And so you got to find out what their weaknesses is and help them with their weakness, and then take them to the next level. And you got to stretch them, right? And they're going to fail because if you don't fail, you're not trying. Mm-hmm. So understand that they're going to fail, and then have, have some patience. Right, you gotta pick them up off the ground, right? Yeah. And then and help them get back up, and go at it again. Um, so to me, a di- a director has to take everybody and put them together to to make a, a an awesome production. At the same time, you know, I tell anybody. So you're reaching the lost, teaching the found, right? So you gotta you gotta care about people. And how do you care about people? Starts with your ministry. So Yeah, good. All right, so let's dive into some specifics of Sunday. Uh, let's talk about transitions 
in a worship experience. So if I'm transitioning from a song to another song or a song to a prayer time or a, you know, worship set to the message, give me some tips on making sure that those transitions don't fall apart. We don't right. forget what we're doing and that transition looks like a train wreck. So you always have a safety shot. That's not, not telling that this is going to be a wide shot. It's establish a shot. And you can be, it can be used as a transitional shot. So that's, right. a, that's always good. a good. So when something, goes, when something goes wrong, that's your safety shot to go back to that safety shot so you can get back on track. So always have a go-to shot, mm-hmm. no matter what. Always have a go-to shot. And that can be a lockdown in the back of the room. It can yep. be a GoPro even. Yep. Something like that. Kind of yep. a throwaway master shot. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right, so talk to me about comms lingo. Are there some things over the years that you have condensed or say that is consistent? Like I'm going to say ready one, cut one. Like what are some consistent things that you've taught people as far as comms lingo? I mean, you got uh, your your cuts, you got your dissolves, you have your... uh, Tights, your medium shots, your wide shots. You have uh, when you're talking about an actual person. You got the waist shot, the chest shot, full body shot. Um, uh, you got follow, follow focus. You got uh, lead room. Some people call it nose room. Some people call it looking room. Mm-hmm. So those are terminologies. We went over that yesterday. Um, so some of the terminology that one church may use, another church may use something different, but I was telling them as long as everybody in that organization is using the same terminology to speak to the people on camera, you should right. be all right. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the general, you know, uh, two shot, one shot, ready, you're live, uh-huh. your video levels are hot, Irish down, those kind of things. We went over that yesterday. So. Yeah, good. Okay, let's talk about framing and composition. Maybe give me some tips there, and then I want to talk about how to do. I want that to lead us to how to do less coaching. And you mentioned that right, off the right. top. Like, how do I? So, the, go so the, we talked about the rule of thirds, um, and working your thirds means don't don't shoot anything head on. Um, and these are guidelines. So when the pastor is actually looking right into the camera, that's a head on shot. But normally, when you're filming. Someone, uh, whether it's a singer or the pastor, you don't want to you don't want to put them right dead smack in the center of your screen. So you want right. to put them off to the left or the right a little bit. Um, and as far as the volunteers on camera, eventually you want to get them to be able to tell their own stories. So if I'm on camera two, I should know what my role is on camera two. So when the choir gets ready to sing. I know that I need to get the instruments first because that's nine times out of ten that's going to be the first thing that they're going to hear. So I need to have my, my camera framed up on somebody getting ready to play the piano or the drums or the bass, and then I'm going to move to this shot, and then mm-hmm. I'm going to go to this shot. And eventually the director won't have to tell me anything other, right. than, other than stand by. And that's when you know you have gone to the next level. Right. When that director doesn't say, hey, uh, camera one, can you give me a two-shot? You're already there. Right. I think another piece of this is when you're in a live environment, that camera one can look on screen and see that you're live on camera two and they're framed up on the right-hand side of the frame. And we don't want a person on top of a person. Right. 
We don't want the same shot to the same shot. So I'm going to see that on screen, and then I'm going to get a different shot to supply my director with that. So I'm going to frame him up. I'm talking this through. I want to see if you agree with me here. The, the only thing, I, I try not to get, the only time I, 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 I prefer folks to look up on screen is when we've lost communication. When, okay. I, when I have lost communication with everybody on camera, okay. then you need to go to the screens and see when I take your shot. Um, I'm I, more thinking like I'm on a different camera. Like like if you're on screen on camera one right. and I am camera two right. and I see on screen that I have you on a medium shot or the pastor on a medium shot, worship leader on a medium shot framed to the right-hand side of the frame. As as my camera, I'm not going to supply my director right. with the same exact so, shot. So what I, what I prefer is if, if, I, if I'm the director and I see you going for that shot, you're going to call I, that. I'll before. say, hey, we got that, got that shot, camera two. Right. Got that shot. Got right. that shot. Yeah, give me a wide, put yeah, it on the give left. Me, give me, yeah, give me, I'm, I'm, I've got a medium shot of the pastor. I'm yeah. already telling them what the shot is so they can move on to the next shot. I'm, a, I'm stopping them before they get there. Good. You see what I'm saying? Yes, good. Because you're right. They don't, unless they have return. Some cameras you can hit a button and you can see what the, what the, what the live shot is going on. Right. But very few churches have that luxury. Right, right. So I, I rely on the director to be able to say, hey, don't, don't, don't. I got a tight shot of the pastor. Give me somebody in the audience. Yep. You know. All right, so let me ask you this. Do you frame it, um, like, do you, st do you cut everything, or do you still no. use a little bit of dissolve? Yeah, so. And so, do you try to do, like, wide shot dissolved into a tight shot and kind of. It's got to make sense. Do so, a puzzle. So if it's a slow song, we're doing dissolves. If it's a fast song, we're doing okay. cuts. Um, if, if we're going from the song to the sermon, we're going to do a dissolve. We transition from singing to preaching. Mm -hmm. So, you, you know, I use the dissolves for transition and when things slow down. Okay. I agree with you. I think I have seen a trend. I want your opinion on this. I have seen a trend lately, uh, last few years of all cuts, even on slow songs. What do you think about that? Always, well, I mean, if always works, dissolve. If it works for the, so, the, so these are guidelines. I told them yesterday. I said these are these are guidelines. Um, this is I'm a director. Yep. This is how I prefer to do things. I've got directors I have trained who decided I'm a I'm a I'm a do it different, a little right. differently, uh -huh. and it and it and it works for them. I, the I the reason some most folks do cuts is because when they go back to edit, it's easier to edit yes. a cut yeah. than it is a, right. a dissolve. Right. So. Good. All right. So walk me through again of the less coaching I have to do in the moment, the more switching I can do, the more I can focus on other things. If I don't have to, if my camera guys know what shot to get. You don't have to focus on anything. You're, you just right. punch your buttons. Right. So the yeah. control room will sound like ready one, take one. Ready right. Two, That's it. Take two. As opposed to mm -hmm. camera one, can you uh, pan, pan left, up, yeah, yeah, tilt, yeah, down. Yeah. No, pan. not that. No, 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 no not that shot. No, no. Right. And then by that time, you yeah. done missed you missed the moment. Yeah, you missed right. miss the Good. moment. Do you prefer to direct and switch at the same time, or do you prefer to call the shots with a technical director, a TD, switching? I, I personally prefer to direct and switch because sometimes I go fast. Yeah. And my, and my TD. you got to have a yeah. TD that you have worked with for a while yeah. so that you guys are in sync. So I, I prefer it the opposite uh, for a couple of reasons. One... I stand up and I get very animated when I direct, so I need, I need my space, you know. Uh, and two, it provides another volunteer opportunity right. for my volunteers. Right. 
you know, I, I can direct or a volunteer can direct. Another person can switch. That's now two volunteer positions. Right. I'm giving opportunities to the team. But I think it is a preference, you know. Yeah, well, well, so. <laughs> or does it depend on the production? We're a well, bigger production. We need more people to. Well, most, most churches that we deal with, they just don't have the. Luxury of the, having the, yeah they don't have the, they don't have the staff um, right. to, to to do that because you know a lot, a lot of churches doing we're doing two and three services yes a Sunday right and that's a lot for your volunteers to ask them to right. come in every Sunday right can't, yeah can't no 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 so commit no. to even committing two Sundays out of the month is yep. is a is a lot so yeah and you have let's say you have some of them have twenty volunteers and you need anywhere from five to eight on a given Sunday yeah. to be there. Yeah. So that's, that's I would absolutely, if you can, make it do once every three weeks. If oh, yeah, you, if oh, yeah, you absolutely. can be that absolutely. deep, absolutely. do once every three weeks. Absolutely. Most of them commit to two Sundays out of the month. Right. Which right. is good. And I tell them yes. that you can, you, you can learn and grow. Because I agree. You're going to fry out if you all yeah, and that's day, even all with the, That's even with the director whoever, or whoever they have over, yes. over charge. They, a lot of them feel like they – they have to be there. I was talking to a gentleman yesterday. He said, I haven't sat in a church with my family. Yeah, not healthy. In, in, t- in 10 years. Yeah, no. I said, I said, no. I said wait a, a minute. No. I said, yeah, you got you to gotta, you gotta prioritize. Yeah. Because you're not getting fed. Right. And if you're not getting fed, you just, you just empty it Right. Out. You can't pastor your people. You can't, if you can't, you can't pastor yeah. your people. All right. How important is, talk to me about white balance and color. Making sure those cameras are white balanced and good to go before service starts. Oh, it's very important to make sure your cameras match up because... You you don't want you like when I was talking about seamless, everything's got to match. You know what I mean? When you cut from one camera to another, you don't want to cut to the pastor on one shot, and he's and he's and his color temperature is, it looks good. And you cut to another shot of him, you know he's got on a looks like he's got on a different suit. Right. And everybody's like, wait a minute, that, did something just happen? Did pastor change his clothes? So right. white balancing, that's why you got to get there early. Right. No less than an hour. You got to get there and test out everything. Something's not going to work. Correct. You got to run through you, run, do a run of the show. You know what I mean? So what yep. songs are they going to sing? And yep. how, who's going to sing where? And do you suggest a rehearsal midweek, like a non-stress rehearsal environment during the week, plus a run through on Sunday, if you can do that? If you can do it, but reality is? Life. Life. Yep. So, best case scenario? You get there, church starts at 9, get there at 8, have a quick run-through of the show, mm-hmm. and then go out there and, you know, run through the songs. And, and the pastor comes out and tests his mic and talks a little bit. If he's got a video that he's yep. going to play in the middle of the sermon, we roll the video and test that out. Whatever we're, whatever yep. videos we're playing, we're going to run through and test yep. those out. full run-through. Full run-through. Yep. Okay, good. All right, so let's talk about helping. We t- hit on this a little bit, but let's talk about helping your team empowering your team to get more creative shots. So maybe this is next level. This is, is I don't have to tell them what shot to get. Not only that, but they're going to get me some really creative stuff. How can I coach them to get, to go to the next level, level creatively? Well, you just, you just tell them that. See, now it's time to take it up to another notch. You, you guys are doing this with your eyes closed. You're showing up and it's starting to seem like we're going, just going through the motions, right? You guys know, you got it down pat. You know, you know when he reads the scripture, you know, to be on the, you know, camera two on the Bible verses. So right. let's just look at some other angles. And you show them in a meeting. You know, we have meetings once a month. You show them various different shots that yeah. you can take. You know what I mean? And again, you know, be, you know, be ready for, for, for somebody to fail. 
you know, right. even taking a camera off the tripod and doing handheld, you know. Yeah. Some of them uh, love that challenge, and some of them, some of them don't. And then you take people and say, "Hey, I want you to be a director." Well, I don't, I don't, I don't want to direct. Right. Say, so, well, let's just give it a try. Yeah. You got to, you got to stretch them. There is no, no progress without struggle. I believe, I firmly believe that, you know. And if you're not making a, any mistakes, you're not trying. Good. All right. One more question for him. But you guys be thinking of any questions that you might have uh, out here, and we can uh, we can answer those uh, here in a second. So, uh, my last question for you has to do with raising up leaders to take over. So if you are director, if you're a staff member, or if you're even the in-charge volunteer, how do you empower people to where it's not just your ministry, it's our ministry, and you can lead this thing to how do you develop tips on developing leaders? Again, well, again, you got to care about them. Um, and then you just start giving them, you, give, you pick out the ones that you know that can take over right away. And you start pouring into them. You give them more responsibility. Keep giving them a little bit more responsibility, yep. a little bit more responsibility. And they're gonna they're gonna resist a little bit. And you just tell them, I believe in you. And you you gotta go. You gotta take this thing to the next level. And I'm not gonna always be here. Right. And and, and I'm training myself out of a job. Mm -hmm. And and everybody believes in you. And then they'll start doing a little bit. A little bit and they'll fall down. And you say that's okay. And you tell them tell them about your faults. What happened to you when you were when, you know, when I was you know where you are right now so it's okay and then yeah. you can keep encouraging them and keep encouraging them and then as you're encouraging this person there's somebody behind them that also wants to and right. then they'll start coming up to you and say hey i would like to right and you start you start building them up give them everything you got yeah right all of your knowledge you give them all of your knowledge and you always say i'm here for you yeah. whenever you need anything and i still get calls from people that i've, I've trained you know, 10 years ago, they still call me up with, with, with questions and, or, or issues. Yeah. And, I, you know, I tell them, as I get off the phone, I say, hey, man, keep the main thing the main thing. Yeah. That's it. Always go back to why you're here. Yeah. Reaching the laws, teaching the found. Good, good. All right, you guys talk to us. What are you struggling with in this area as far as camera direction, video directing, any sort of thing like that? Good. Let me let me repeat that for the podcast. So the question is, how what's the minimum number of cameras that I need in my space to get creative shots to make sure that it's excellent? Two. If you know what you're doing, two. Would you, you suggest one on sticks, one handheld? No. Or both. Or on both sticks? on sticks. So one one head on, and the other one on the side, getting the audience and the choir and the pastor and. So, the, so you got the main camera that's doing the tight, medium, and wide. And you got the second camera that's doing the cutaways of all the... That's, that's the workhorse. That's the camera that's going to make it look like it's three, four, or five cameras. So depending on how good that person is on that second camera, it's going to determine how, how, how many cameras it's going to look like. Four. Four. Two straight up, two head on. Uh... One on the side and a jib on the other side. One roaming without any wires. So I got, I got, I got a jib, I got two head on, one tight, one wide, and I got a roaming with no cables. They can go anywhere. They can go up in the balcony and shoot down. They can go in the, behind the pastor over his shoulder. Again, that's, that's going to be the workhorse. 
you go yeah. off the shoulder, get down in the pit when the band is playing. You gotta know when to make your moves though, right? If I'm on that camera, I, I gotta know during the, middle, during the sermon where to be. You know what I mean? Like, okay, they're getting ready to go to, to the song. I'm going down in the pit, get some of the band, get the choir, because I know my two cameras head on got the lead singer. So I don't have to worry about the lead singer. I got to do everything else. You know what I mean? And we got a, and we got a uh, jib. So that'll be ideal for me. Um, Good. Any other struggles you guys want to talk about? Questions? Yeah. Okay, let me repeat that. So you're asking if there's any upcoming webinars, trainings for video editors? You're talking more content creation video editors, or are you talking live camera operators? So where do I get training for live camera operators? Is that what you're asking? Okay, I, I'm gonna, uh, this will be a plug for us. Uh, 1230media1230.media. We have a lot of blog articles and podcast episodes from this podcast all about live production, camera operators, uh, a rotation, templates for your volunteers, all that kind of stuff. 1230.media is our site. Then what we, about you? We, we used to have workshops quarterly at our studios, but when COVID hit, we, um, it went away. We do a lot of training uh, with churches individually um, uh, throughout the states. But we haven't picked back up with our, our training locally in Atlanta. But we do go to various churches and train their volunteers um, and help them out. Good. Andre, thanks for the time, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Hey, guys. I'm hanging out with one of our awesome video producers on the 1230 team, Christian Jones. Christian, talk to me about maybe one of your favorite recent video projects that you've worked on and how you enjoy serving the church uh, or our ministry. Yeah, absolutely. So one of the uh, the first thing that really comes to mind is a video project that I'm working on today for Answers in Genesis. Um, I'm doing a, you know, helping them out with their Keepers of the Kingdom. Um, so the video I'm working on right now is a, a, a really fun countdown uh, video for kids. Uh, so there's, you know, little trivia coming up about knights and the kingdom and all these fun things. And then along with that, there's, you know, these uh, goofy dad jokes and all. So, I mean, you know, it's, it's hard to have a, you know, to not enjoy that. Like that's, I don't know, it's just, it's just fun making uh, kids content like that. You know, you just, you have a blast doing it. Yeah, one thing I love that's really interesting that we get to do is serve multiple kids' ministries. Right. Uh, like Answers in Genesis, Awana, Seeds Family Worship, Doorpost, Yancey. There's a multitude of kids' ministries that come to us for their graphics and video content. So it's awesome uh, that we get to do projects like you mentioned with the Keepers of the Kingdom. That's VBS for uh, Answers in Genesis. Well, man, thanks for all you do for the team. Really love your heart. 
Hey guys, hanging out with Ben Crossan. Ben, you are a video director. What church are you at? Are you on staff at a church? Yeah, not on staff at a church. Okay. I was for a few years in Colorado where I came from and then in Nashville for a bit. Um, okay. Where I was on staff at the Belonging Co. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So my wife and I are still yeah. serving okay. there. Okay, so y'all still attend there. there? Yeah, absolutely. And you're a yeah. video director, uh, freelance, freelance yeah, video guy? Yep, okay. yep. started doing it so on the road. So you did a, a workshop earlier this week. We're hanging out at Salt uh, 22. Uh, you did a workshop on video directing. Yes. Uh, and I want to distinguish between the content, like a uh, video content creator yeah. uh, making videos, and the live video director. I'm switching cameras in a live yep. environment, switching on the on the board yep. to, to create the live iMag experience. Yes. Okay, so make kind of make a distinction for me on talking about both of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I started primarily as a video director and, and doing that kind of just coming up through church and serving yeah. and, and eventually working into staff roles. And that, you know, is all about, you know, at the time, it was all about that room, what's in the room, yes. blowing that up, creating an experience for people who are far away. And then as we moved into a, you know, a broadcast world as well, especially post 2020, um, yeah. it became bringing people in to that experience. Um, gotcha. You know, as opposed to the post-production work, which is good, more so polishing that up and, and sitting with it yes. for a while. And, Okay, so let's let's talk about let's dive into both a little bit. As far as video content creation, have you done done a lot of actually making the openers, making bumpers, making stuff like that, or is it more post production of sermon content or both? It's been a bit of both. I've I've ended up doing a lot more in the live music realm of, okay. of putting together like a, you know taking the the worship night or whatever and making that something for you you the know online for YouTube or, right. yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or a DVD kind of a. Right. Um, yeah, it's a DVD. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, it's been a minute since we made one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, all right, so what are some things? Is it? Well, let's hit video content creator first. What are some things that guys at churches that are making their own content? What are some tips for them as far as making videos? Yeah, I mean, I I think it's it, it's easy, easy to get bogged down with um, tr you know trying to make something so like perfect and, yeah. and, and just like it's got the most polished thing but what's yes. important in that environment I think is really just grabbing people's attention grabbing the heart of what's going on yeah. and, and being able to put out a lot of great stuff just that's engaging yes. and entertaining so the is consistency the better than quality? I think in this case it, it can be yeah. because people are just looking for something that's going to draw them and get them excited so does it depend on the venue here's what I mean is more the more polished video is that for the Sunday morning experience or for we're going to really have a moment here yeah. and the more raw you know uh, selfie videos, you know, whatever. Right. That's more social media. Do you distinguish it that way? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like if, if we're trying to put together a conference promo or, or you know, a worship night promo, surely yeah. that's something we'll polish and spend right. a lot of time on. Yes. But if we're just trying to get people excited about what's happening on a Sunday or right. for us a Tuesday night, right. um, you know, that's that can yeah, be more raw. That's more just raw and, yeah. and, and re real and fun. Yeah. You know. All right, so let's move to more live director. Sure. So, uh, so I've I've done both. Both are very exciting positions. The yep. live director is more you're switching cameras in a live environment. Yeah. Uh, so, do you uh, with a volunteer team usually volunteers yep. on yep. cameras that sort of thing? So, I just spitfire several questions at you here. How many cameras are minimum? that you have to have in a live IMAG situation for you? Man, I, three is kind of my yeah. my minimum. If I, and yeah. obviously that's not always
always an option, but at yeah, least maybe three. two stationary, one Roman. Yeah, or, yeah, I'd love to get maybe one uh, out, out front, put one on you know in the pit, or at least in kind of a slash angle. And then if yeah. you can get one on stage or running around, that's kind yeah. of a yeah. feel like you can make it happen right yeah. there. Good. All right. So, what are some tips when it comes to to directing the live action? Do you do you prefer a, a TD, a technical director, in the seat switching, and you're calling that action, and they're you know, switching, or do you prefer to call the action and switch at the same time? Yeah, for me, I prefer to do both. Do um, you do? Yeah, yeah, to call it and cut at the same time. It kind of, for me, it's easier to stay in a flow and look ahead yes. and kind of think. And if yeah. something changes on the fly, which is, you know, especially in a worship environment, yes. um, I can just kind of make a decision quickly. And, and yeah. obviously, you can do that yeah. with the TD as well. But for me personally, I, yes. I, I like to just kind of be in it. Yeah, I'm probably, I can, I, I, I like both. I'm probably a little bit more of the opposite. Okay. Because yeah. I would say the simple reason is it creates another volunteer position. Yes. So if you're looking for to expand your team and yeah. make more roles, yeah. that's now two positions. Yes. And that's a great way to train someone to be yes. a director and to yes. learn how to call. Where both of those people could perhaps do it together if they needed to. Right. But if you split it, then you have another role. Yeah. Uh, both are that's effective. Great. Both yeah, are yeah. super effective. Yeah. Um, awesome. So what are some things, maybe let's talk language that you use. Sure. You know, is there a consistent language as far as like you say, you know, uh, ready one, cut one? Yep. Is there, is there, are there shortcuts there that you found beneficial when directing your team? Yeah, I, I think that's great saying ready one, take one, or even to just say three, take three. Right. Um, yeah. And then when you're in you know, if, if you know it's going to be like a fast paced kind of cut, even just drawing on like, all right, you know, let's just, uh, you know, lots of energy, f find something fun, and we're yes. just going to take everything, like pretend like you're always live. This is a spot where yes. we're just going to have a lot of fun. And, Good. And just, you know, I'm, I'm going to take stuff. I'm not going to call everything in this moment. Right, yeah. You know I, I mean? like that. Yeah. You know, assume that you're live. Right, yes. At all moments. Right. That way I can Which take. is a great practice anyway. It is, <laughs> yes. But uh, I, do you limit that to specific moments? Like this is this going to be our high energy song where we do that. Yeah. Next song is going to be a, a slow song, so I'm definitely going to build right. my puzzle and do exactly. that a different way. Yeah, right? absolutely. And um, I've found um, it, in, in directing like a something that's meant to be uh, to live on like a an album uh, mm -hmm. worship recording or something like that where everyone yeah. is literally live because everyone's recording in camera right. um, it's that's I've kind of found that's a nice mindset to try and teach yeah. people anyway do you ISO each camera to go back and post later or how important is it to make sure I'm recording yeah those cameras you know we we would ISO every week just mostly for the sake of being able to pull something for a moment if we wanted right. to grab it and we didn't yeah. necessarily have it. Yeah, um, I yeah. guess we should define some terms here. So sure. ISO is isolating that one camera, so right. you're recording on every camera, right. even though that's right. not the program feed, you're isolating it, recording it so that you can use it later to piece together a video, right. that sort right. of thing. Yeah. Um, awesome. What do you, uh, are, do you have specific gear or specific cameras that you like to purchase or, or switchers that you like? Do you have preferences gear-wise? Yeah, I find, um, I, I love Canon stuff. Um, okay. I, I think I, I love the, the color space, the skin tones especially, and, and you know the way it takes lighting. So in a live music environment, um, I find that's that's really tasteful, but yeah. that can be a budget challenge too. And so a lot yes. of times you can you can uh, you know we'll go black magic and just pocket cams and build a, a beautiful rig out of that. Yeah. Um, and, and really achieve something yeah. great too. We'll Good. build LUTs and you know put them in, use them live, and, and yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So walk me through anything else from your workshop that are some great takeaways. 
for both spaces. Yeah, sure. I mean, we have a lot of questions about just how do we, um, you know, do this week to week and stay consistent. Yes, and, good. Um, I, I found it's it's if you can kind of get a language and a foundation that everyone can understand, that frees you up to really just find new creative avenues and let people kind of try other directions to get different perspective, different eyes. But if you if you kind of have a consistent language and a, a consistent sort of pacing and build of the way you like to s structure things, that yeah. gives a lot of freedom for people to learn and, and to kind of get yeah. new ideas. Yeah, I think when you do that too, especially when you're a live director, it's easy to train up new people too. Like yes. we always say, ready one, cut one. Like yeah, that sure. is what we say yes, yes. so that there's a consistent when you're training the next guy. Yes. So that if I'm a camera guy and I hear a director say something different, I go, I don't know what standby, right. what do you mean by standby? Exactly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even if it's a volunteer situation, we got to yes. remember stuff like yes. that. Yeah. Like, you know, even the sounds similar, we might not know what it means. So kind of a consistent language. That's what yes. you mean, like create consistency right. there? And that way you're, you know, you, camera operators can become directors and TDs as they just yes. get used to hearing it and yes. feeling it. And yes. that's a great way to, for people yeah. to move into a different role yeah. if they like. Yeah. Good. Well, man, great information. Thanks so much for joining me. Really Thank appreciate you. it. Appreciate it. Thank you for asking. The show notes for this episode are available now at makingsundayhappen.com. Hey guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Big shout out to our editor, AJ Schubert, for putting this podcast together, uh, as well as our entire 1230 Media team. Steve Dirks is our executive director. Uh, we also have a great leadership team and a great team of designers and editors. We serve the church in three buckets. One is ready-made media, which you can go online to our library and purchase media a la carte or through our subscription on our website. Uh, also, custom media, uh, if you need a sermon series design, a sermon bumper, a Bible story video, uh, a promo video, an opener, anything like that in the design world or the video world, we would love to help you with that. And then we have tons of free training with our blog and podcast content. Uh, every single week we're releasing new content in all three of those buckets. So 1230.media uh, is our website. Be sure to check us out there. All right, next week I'm going to welcome Tyler Sansom, and Kenny Jang back on the podcast. We're going to be talking about live streaming and how live streaming may not be working in your church and what to do about it. All right, so that's next week, Tyler and Kenny coming up. We'll go out there and create some incredible worship experiences at your church this weekend. I'll catch you next week. Making Sunday Happen is a production of the Ministry of 1230 Media. For show notes, archive episodes, and more free resources for your church, visit makingsundayhappen.com.